Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. Welcome back to The Code, everyone. Dr. Andrew Fix with Physio Room here. Again, coming to you for a quick solo episode that kind of piggybacks on our last one on goal setting. Okay, so today what we're going to talk about is how your environment is stronger than willpower. Hopefully you've heard this phrase before. Um, it's one of my favorite quotes, actually, that your environment is stronger than willpower. And I'm going to use a couple little quotes and um, snippets from an Inc. article, Inc.com. Um, you've maybe heard of like the Inc. 5000 magazine or rankings and whatnot before. And the article is titled, Why Your Surroundings Are More Important to Success Than You Think. Your environment, including the people who you surround yourself with, is the clearest indicator of who you are and who you are becoming. And this topic kind of came up. Um, I was doing some food preparation, food prepping uh, yesterday on a Saturday uh, at home, cooking my you know meals, lunches primarily for the week, um, so that it's really easy for me in the morning each day during the week, Monday through Friday. I just reach in the fridge, grab my stuff, and uh, throw it in my lunch bag and hit the road um, without having to do a lot of preparation on a daily basis. So, this is a quote that I'm so passionate about that your environment stronger than your willpower. And we talked about goal setting. So, okay. So say you set some amazing goals who use the smart principles that we talked about last time, but is what you're doing in your daily life serving you towards accomplishing those goals? Like, are you setting yourself up for success? And that's one of the things we talk about with clients all the time in our office at physio room is setting themselves up for success. Okay. So food prep, take that for example, we talked about weight loss and, and weight gain on that. If you're prepping your food in advance so that you're taking more of the guesswork out of what your meals are going to be throughout the week, you are much more likely to stick to whatever your dietary plan is for that week, right? Because some of the decisions are already made for you. Like, oh, yep, I'm eating this for lunch every single day because I prepped it. Uh, now, I have a little bit of variety built into mine. I sort of altered some of the ingredients and some of my, and the spices and some of my meals so that they don't taste exactly the same, just so that I don't get bored. But a lot of the decision-making is gone for me. So now the likelihood that I'm going to stop, you know, at like a fast food place or on the way home because I'm hungry is virtually eliminated, right? It's virtually zero because unless I go through the food significantly faster than I planned on it, I already know what I'm going to eat for the week. So I'm not going to get what we call decision fatigue. And I'm sure you've all been there. Like, say you're at like a party or something and you go into that party hungry and there's a bunch of like really good foods, healthy foods, vegetables, fruits, proteins, and things to choose from. But then there's that dessert, dessert table sitting there too. And you're hanging out at the party, you know, you nibble on some fruit, you nibble on some vegetables and you're making really good decisions early on. But how hard is it to keep that up? right? The decision fatigue starts to set in. And the more decisions you have to make, the harder it is to continue to make the really, really good, healthy decisions over and over and over again. If you can set your environment up so that those decisions aren't really there, you're going to be so much better off. 
So, okay. So that's, so that's food prepping and decision fatigue. Here's another example that, uh, you know, one of the things we see with people who exercise for a reg, uh, on a regular basis, part of their lifestyle is that the people who are the most consistent with their exercise routines are the ones who work out in the morning. Now you might say, Andrew, my, my, uh, lifestyle and my, you know, my responsibilities don't accommodate me working out in the morning. I would have to work, wake up at, you know, 4am in order to do that. Um, and that, that might be very well true. That might, I'm just saying what the statistics show is that the people who are the most consistent with their workouts and not missing them are the ones who work out in the morning. Well, one of the reasons is it doesn't allow, you know, shit to hit the fan throughout the day that derails your plans to like go work out. So like, say, for example, I'm planning to work out after work. I get up, you know, get dressed, go to work, have a normal day. And then I drive home and I'm planning to like get home, change clothes, and then go do my workout. But, you know, right when I get home, the phone rings and it's, you know, something that I have to take care of right at that moment. You know, it's, it's, you know, a semi-emergency, maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not like, you know, real significant emergency, like someone's health or anything like that, but like something very pressing distracts you from what your plan originally was. So say that takes you an hour to take care of whatever that pressing issue was from that phone call. Well, what's the likelihood that you're still going to change into your workout clothes and get your workout in that you had planned on? Now, if you would have done that in the morning, maybe that disturbance wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have affected you. So that's one of the reasons why things just can't like get in the way throughout the day. Um, now, I don't like to work out in the morning as much as I used to. I'm much more of like a middle of the day person. Well, what I find is I need to block my workout time in my work schedule and schedule clients here in the office around when I'm going to work out. Because otherwise, I just you know, put too much work on the calendar. I put too many meetings. I put too many clients and I, I just fill up all those little spaces that I have. And I just, you know, if I go in with the mindset of like, Oh, I'm just going to work out, you know, whenever, whenever I have the time, it doesn't work for me anymore. I need to block it in my day. So like, if you're working out in the morning, it's really easy to like set your workout clothes out the night before. So that when that alarm goes off, the chances that you're going to just hit the snooze button, hit the snooze button, turn that alarm off goes down because you see your workout clothes and your shoes sitting right there. Like I prepped this the night before and your environment is stronger than your willpower at that moment. Hopefully now every once in a while you might hit that, hit that snooze button. That's okay. But we keep the consistency going by setting our environment up for achieving whatever our goals are. Now, how does that work for, you know, some of our clients in the office? I talk about this sometimes with people as it relates to their home exercise program you know, the things that we want them to do throughout the day or the self-care activities that we want them to do. If you can sprinkle those little things in and set your environment up through your house or your office or whatever to be able to meet those goals, the chances are it's better that it's going to happen. So like, for example, say you're trying to work in some like little bit of mobility work throughout your day because you work on a computer and you're trying to get more movement in throughout the day. Well, instead of planning, you know, to just get up whenever the time sparks you, walk around your office or whatever, if you could set an alarm on your phone for every 30 minutes, I'm going to get up out of the chair and do two minutes of movement, two little two-minute movement snacks throughout the day. 
but you set that alarm. So now that's part of your environment and that alarm is going to go off and that's your trigger to get up, right? Or take this example. I saw this online recently. Uh, I think it was a social media post by the Ready State with Kelly and Juliet Starrett. And what they do is they set up little movement stations throughout their house. So they've got like massage guns and foam rollers and things in this very easily accessible drawer in their living room. And they have a calf stretching slant board near their counter where they do standing computer work at a standing desk type of setup. They have, you know, maybe a lacrosse ball by the desk underneath so that you can roll out your foot. And they just have like little things sprinkled in throughout their environment that they're going to be in throughout the day that are going to lend to, it's more likely that they're going to use those things. Whereas, you know, if you had all those things, they put away in the garage and every time you wanted to use it, you had to go get it out of the garage, take it out of a tote or something. The likelihood that you're going to do that and overcome that hurdle every single day is not that good. But the likelihood that if it's very easily accessible to you, that you're going to use it is probably a little bit higher. So if you can set your environment up, in a way that you're going to be able to do the things really, really easily that you need to do, the better off you're going to be, right? You know, we've probably all, to sort of take this to a different topic, we've probably all been grocery shopping when we're really, really like ravenously hungry, right? You're starving and you're walking down these aisles. You see all these bright, colorful boxes of all this sugary, craving-filled type of food. And it's hard to avoid those things. For me personally, it's easier to avoid those things in the store because I can justify to myself, you know, not paying for it. I don't want to buy the box of Oreos because I don't want to pay the $4 or, or whatever that costs. But once it's home, once the ice cream is in the freezer, do you know how hard it is for me to avoid that? Even if my goals are, you know, ice cream is not, not, not going to help me reach my goals. I know that it's in the freezer. I know it tastes good. My brain wants it. My belly wants it. But if it's not there, I'm not going to go buy it. I'm not going to go out to Cold Stone or something and buy an ice cream um, unless it's like a little date my wife and I are doing. But if your environment isn't helping you, it's going to be so hard for your willpower to just overcome that every single day. Right? Does that make sense? And I think, you know, if you don't already do these things, that's going to make perfect sense to you once you think about it and you're going to say, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess it is true that I have a hard time avoiding that, but if it's not there, you know, I'm a big out of sight, out of mind type of person. Um, and I don't mean trying to like suppress things, but you know, if the cookies aren't there in the cabinet, I'm not going to eat them. It's as plain and simple as that. So we're talking about like what things from maybe a food standpoint or an exercise standpoint you have in your surroundings. What about the people? What about who you're surrounding yourself with, right? And this, this one was really, um, my wife and I kind of lived this. My wife trained for some fitness shows and she had some uh, aesthetic goals that she was trying to accomplish, some body composition goals, slowly cutting down for these shows. You know, during that time period, we didn't go out to eat a whole lot because it was, it, you know how hard it is when you're sitting at a restaurant and everyone around you is having drinks or everyone around you is, you know, eating things that, you know, I probably shouldn't eat that because that's going to derail my goals and my progress towards reaching these goals. You know, we just did a lot of hanging out at home because it was an environment that we could control 
or we would, you know, we would eat before we go somewhere so that, you know, who we're surrounding ourselves with wasn't kind of like tempting us or what we were surrounding ourselves with wasn't tempting us to derail her from her goals. And I was trying to be real supportive of her towards reaching those body comp goals for her shows. Well, what about the people at your, you know, your place of work, your family, your friends, who are you surrounding yourself with the majority of the time? And do the viewpoints in the mindset of those individuals align with your own? Like, are you, you know what they say, like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time around. Well, if you think about who those five people are, is that who you want to be? Is that average of those five people who you want to be? Or, you know, do you maybe need to look in the mirror and maybe make some changes in who you're surrounding yourself with uh, based on the goals that you have set and based on the environment that you want to be within? And, you know, sometimes that's a very hard change to make if you do think about that and realize that you you do think you need to make a change. That's a hard decision to come to. Uh, But it's one that, you know, myself and a lot of other people that I know have had to come to and they kind of learn the hard way after you know, feeling like they're on this hamster wheel and they're just not quite getting to where they want to get. And then they finally do some reflection. Like we talked about in that goal setting episode and they're like, wow, okay. So what if I change these things? And then boom, they see their goals. It's like rocket fuel. Um, they start, you know, skyrocketing towards their goals when they put themselves in a better environment. So think about that. We'll link the ink.com article here in the show notes for this, but you know, there are a lot of people that talk about this motivational books and whatnot. Obviously we're talking about it on this episode of the code, but this is so important in any facet of your life. Your environment is so, so important who you surround yourself with, what types of things you surround yourself with the gym community that you're in, you know, like like think about CrossFit. We talked about that earlier in, in this show, CrossFit, does such an amazing job because of the community. It's the environment, right? You can make an argument that, you know, CrossFit, depending on your goals, isn't necessarily the best, um, you know, the best method of exercise for everybody. But what almost every single CrossFit gym I've ever been in does a really good job of is the environment and the community aspect that they have in the gym. And that is so important. That's what keeps you coming back day after day after day you know, it's probably not the equipment. It's probably not the, you know, the programming it could be, but it's probably not. It's probably the people. It's probably the environment. It's probably the feeling that you get from being there surrounded by those individuals. You know, you can get a good workout any number of places, but there's something missing if you're not with those people that you're used to surrounding yourself with. So think about that next time you step into the gym you know, are you someone that works out by yourself? Are you someone that is surrounded by a group of people that you really enjoy being around? And what's your environment set up like? So remember your environment is stronger than your willpower every single time, right? You'll make good choices. Your willpower is going to be there sometimes, but your willpower is like a muscle and eventually it's going to fatigue and you want to be able to fall back on your environment when you need to. And, you know, if you're looking for some guidance, just tune into some of the other episodes on this show. Listen to some of these interviews with these awesome people that we have on this show, The Code, right? And help you guide yourself to a life of health and human performance. That's what we're talking about. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning into this episode. 
and listening to me rant about your environment. I hope you can go out there and better prepare yours to help you reach the goals that you want to reach. We will catch you next time on The Code. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.